Welcome to Reading the One-Year Bible Together, a daily podcast that runs Monday through Saturday. My name is Bryce Tomlinson, and I'll be joined by Sherry Atanasal, and on occasion, my lovely wife, Julie. If you don't have a One-Year Bible, you can get a reading plan at oneyearbibleonline.com. There's a link in the description of this video on Facebook, and as well as the show notes of our podcast. This podcast is recorded from Jitsi, where we do our live streams daily. Details can be found in the show notes as well as on our Facebook page. You're welcome to read out of whichever version of the Bible that you like best. We just happen to use the World English Bible because it's public domain. And as such, this podcast and its corresponding live stream are also public domain. You're welcome to download them and re-upload them anywhere that you see fit, anywhere that you think that the Word of God is needed. We feel like that's pretty much everywhere, so you should totally do that. And even if you can't, you can still hit that share button, share this on your timeline, share this on your Facebook, your Twitter feed, your TikTok, or wherever you think that people ought to be getting into the Bible. In the show notes, you'll find links to PayPal and Patreon, where you can show your support and contribute to the improving of our audio quality and the audio gear that we use to record these podcasts and live streams. Thanks for joining us, and here we go. Today is July 13th, 2023, and that means that we are on day 194 of the One Year Bible. Day 194 is going to start us out in 1 Chronicles chapter 15. So if you want to get turned there, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning for our time together, for your word, and for this fellowship. God, we ask that your Holy Spirit would give us a right understanding and a proper interpretation of your word today, and we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, once again, day 194, starting us out in 1 Chronicles chapter 15, starting in verse 1. David made himself houses in David's city, and he prepared a place for God's ark and pitched a tent for it. Then David said, No one ought to carry God's ark but the Levites, for Yahweh has chosen them to carry God's ark and to minister to him forever. David assembled all Israel at Jerusalem to bring up Yahweh's ark to its place, which he had prepared for it. David gathered gathered together the sons of Aaron and the Levites, of the sons of Kohath, Uriel, the chief, and his brothers, 120, of the sons of Merari, Asiah, the chief, and his brothers, 220, of the sons of Gershom, Joel, the chief, and his brothers, 130, of the sons of Elizaphan, Shemaiah, the chief, and his brothers, 200, of the sons of Hebron, Eliel the chief, and his brothers eighty. Of the sons of Uziel, Aminadab the chief, and his brothers one hundred twelve. David called for Zadok and Abiathar the priests, and for the Levites, for Uriel, Asiah, Joel, Shemaiah, Eliel, and Aminadab, and said to them, You are the heads of the fathers' households of the Levites. Sanctify yourselves, both you and your brothers, that you may bring the ark of Yahweh, the God of Israel. Israel up to the place that I have prepared for it. For because you didn't carry it at first, Yahweh our God broke out in anger against us because we didn't seek him according to the ordinance. So the priests and the Levites sanctified themselves to bring up the ark 
of Yahweh, the God of Israel. The children of the Levites bore God's ark on their shoulders with its poles, as Moses commanded according to Yahweh's word. David spoke to the chief of the Levites to appoint their brothers as singers with instruments of music, stringed instruments, harps, and cymbals, sounding aloud and lifting up their voices with joy. So the Levites appointed Heman, the son of Joel, and of his brothers, Asaph, the son of Berechiah, and of the sons of Merari, their brothers, Ethan, the son of Cushiah, and with them their brothers of the second rank, Zechariah, Ben, Jeaziel, Shemaramoth, Jehiel, Uni, Eliab, Benaiah, Maasiah, Mattathiah, Eliphelahu, Micnaiah, Obed-Edom, and Jael, the doorkeepers. So the singers, Heman, Asaph, and Ethan, were given symbols of bronze to sound aloud, and Zechariah, Aziel, Shemeramoth, Jehiel, Uni, Eliab, Maasiah, and Benaiah, with stringed instruments set to Alamoth, and Mattathiah, Eliphelahu, Micnaiah, Obed-Edom, Jael, and Azaziah, with harps tuned to the eighth-string lyre, to lead. Chenaniah, chief of the Levites, was over the singing. He taught the singers because he was skillful. Berechiah and Elkanah were doorkeepers for the ark. Shebaniah, Joshaphat, Nethanel, Amaziah, Zechariah, Benaiah, and Eleazar, the priests, blew the trumpets before God's ark. And Obed-Edom and Jehiah were doorkeepers for the ark. So David, the elders of Israel, and the captains over thousands went to bring the ark of Yahweh's covenant up out of the house of Obed-Edom with joy. When God helped the Levites who bore the ark of Yahweh's covenant, they sacrificed seven bulls and seven rams. David was clothed with the robe of fine linen, as were all the Levites who bore the ark, the singers, and Chenaniah, the choir master, with singers. And David had an ephod of linen on him. Thus all Israel brought the ark of Yahweh's covenant up with shouting, with sound of the cornet, with trumpets, and with cymbals, sounding aloud with stringed instruments and harps. As the ark of Yahweh's covenant came to David's city, Michael, the daughter of Saul, looked out at the window and saw King David dancing and playing, and she despised him in her heart. And now we are continuing in 1 Chronicles chapter 16, starting in verse 1. They brought in God's ark and set it in the middle of the tent that David had pitched for it. They offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before God. When David had finished offering the burnt offering and the peace offerings, he blessed the people in Yahweh's name. He gave to everyone of Israel, both man and woman, to everyone a loaf of bread, a portion of meat, and a cake of raisins. He appointed some of the Levites to minister before Yahweh's ark and to commemorate, to thank, and to praise Yahweh, the God of Israel. Asaph the chief, and second to him, Zechariah, then Jael, Shemeramoth, Jehiel, Mattathiah, Eliab, Benaiah, Obed-Edom, and Jael, with stringed instruments and with harps, and Asaph with cymbals sounding aloud, with Benaiah and Jehaziel, the priests, with trumpets continually before the Ark of the Covenant of God. Then on that day, David first ordained giving thanks to Yahweh by the hand of Asaph, and his brothers. O give thanks to Yahweh, call on his name, make what he has done known among the peoples, sing to him, sing praises to him, tell of all his marvelous works, glory in his holy name. Let the heart of those who seek Yahweh rejoice. Seek Yahweh and his strength, seek his face forevermore. 
Remember his marvelous works that he has done, his wonders, and the judgments of his mouth. You offspring of Israel, his servant, you children of Jacob, you chosen ones. He is Yahweh our God. His judgments are in all the earth. Remember his covenant forever, the word which he commanded to a thousand generations, the covenant which he made with Abraham, his oath to Isaac. He confirmed it to Jacob for a statute and to Israel for an everlasting covenant, saying, I will give you the land of Canaan, the lot of your inheritance, when you were but a few men in number, yes, very few, and foreigners in it. They went about from nation to nation, from one kingdom to another people. He allowed no man to do them wrong. Yes, he reproved kings for their sakes. Don't touch my anointed ones. Do my prophets no harm. Sing to Yahweh all the earth. Display his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations and his marvelous works among all the peoples. For great is Yahweh and greatly to be praised. He also is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the peoples are idols, but Yahweh made the heavens. Honor and majesty are before him. Strength and gladness are in his place. Ascribe to Yahweh, you families of the peoples. Ascribe to Yahweh glory and strength. Ascribe to Yahweh the glory due to his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Worship Yahweh in holy array. Tremble before him all the earth. The world also is established that it can't be moved. Let the heavens be glad, and let the earth rejoice. Let them say among the nations, Yahweh reigns. Let the sea roar, and its fullness. Let the field exult, and all that is in it. Then the trees of the forest will sing for joy before Yahweh, for he comes to judge the earth. O oh, give thanks to Yahweh, for he is good, for his loving kindness endures forever. Say, Save us, God of our salvation. Gather us together and deliver us from the nations. To give thanks to your holy name, to triumph in your praise. Blessed be Yahweh, the God of Israel, from everlasting even to everlasting. All the people said, Amen, and praised Yahweh. And now we are going into the New Testament. We are in Romans chapter 1, starting in verse 18. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness, because that which is known of God is revealed in them, for God revealed it to them. For the invisible things of him since the creation of the world are clearly seen being perceived through the things that are made, even his everlasting power and divinity, that they may be without excuse. Because knowing God, they didn't glorify him as God and didn't give thanks, but became vain in their reasoning, and their senseless heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and traded the glory of the incorruptible God for the likeness of an image of corruptible man and of birds, four-footed animals, and creeping things. Therefore God also gave Gave them up in the lusts of their hearts to uncleanness, that their bodies should be dishonoring among themselves, who exchanged the truth of God for a lie, and worshipped and served the creature rather than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason God gave them up to vile passions, for their women changed the natural function into that which is against nature. Likewise, also the men, leaving the natural function of the woman, burned in their lust toward one another, men doing what is inappropriate with men and receiving in themselves the due penalty of their error. Even as they refused to have God in their knowledge, God gave them up 
to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not fitting, being filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, malice, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil habits, secret slanderers, backbiters, hateful to God, insolent, arrogant, boastful, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, unforgiving, unmerciful, who, knowing the ordinance of God, that those who practice such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but also approve of those who practice them. Next, we are going back into the Old Testament. We are in Psalm 10, starting in verse 1. Why do you stand far off, Yahweh? Why do you hide yourself in times of trouble? In arrogance, the wicked hunt down the weak. They are caught in the schemes that they devise. For the wicked boasts of his heart's cravings. He blesses the greedy and condemns Yahweh. The wicked, in the pride of his face, has no room in his thoughts for God. His ways are prosperous at all times. He is arrogant, and your laws are far from his sight. As for all his adversaries, he sneers at them. He says in his heart, I shall not be shaken. For generations I shall have no trouble. His mouth is full of cursing, deceit, and oppression. Under his tongue is mischief and iniquity. He lies in wait near the villages. From ambushes he murders the innocent. His eyes are secretly set against the helpless. He lurks in secret as a lion in his ambush. He lies in wait to catch the helpless. He catches the helpless when he draws him in his net. The helpless are crushed. They collapse. They fall under his strength. He says in his heart, God has forgotten. He hides his face. He will never see it. Arise, Yahweh. God, lift up your hand. Don't forget the helpless. Why does the wicked person condemn God and say in his heart, God won't call me into account, but you do see trouble and grief. You consider it to take it into your hand. You help the victim and the fatherless. Break the arm of the wicked. As for the evil man, seek out his wickedness until you find none. And lastly, we finish with Proverbs 19, verses 6 and 7. Many will entreat the favor of a ruler, and everyone is a friend to a man who gives gifts. All the relatives of the poor shun him. How much more do his friends avoid him? He pursues them with pleas, but they are gone. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning for this time that you've given us, for this podcast, for this live session. God, we pray that uh, you would heal hearts of those who have lost loved ones. We pray for Danny and Imelda. We pray that um, the passing of Maria, while it's recent, Lord, that you would warm them in their hearts, in their households, that you would cause them to mourn properly and to move on properly. We want to pray for Penny as her husband Mike has passed passed away, and for Jeffrey, as Diana, his wife, has passed away. And we pray that these would be connected to the church, that they would be plugged in, and that they would move forward properly. We pray that they would mourn and process and move forward properly. We pray for those with cancer. We pray for Shirley, Richard, Calvin, and Lawrence. We pray that all the cells that have been becoming abnormal and cancerous, we pray that they would all be made normal and made whole. We pray that any sickness or 
or ill health from the after effects of treatments, that they would be cut off by you. And we pray that you would cause these people to be restored completely. We pray for those with heart disease. We pray for Sue, for Stephanie, for Ralph, for George, for myself, and for my dad. We pray that those heart issues that have so plagued us, Lord, that you would heal us, that you would cause us to be made whole. Um, I want to pray for that uh, cardiology appointment that I have on Monday, and I pray that uh, we would have a good report. I want to pray for those with broken bones. I pray for Sherry, for Loretta, and for my dad. I pray that Sherry's finger would be healed and made whole and straight. I pray for Loretta's broken wrist, hand, and forearm. I pray that that would all be made straight and and solid and refined and articulate. And I pray for my dad's leg. I pray that you would heal his femur and cause him to be able to walk and do the things that he would like to do. Pray that you would give him full life for whatever is left. I pray for those relationships, uh, those getting divorced and those getting separated. I pray that you would cause them to come back together. I pray that you would heal these relationships. I know that you don't intend for couples who are married to break up, and I pray that you would heal these relationships. But Lord, we know that it does happen, and pray that those that move on would heal properly. And I pray that those that want to fight for their relationships, I pray that they would repent and come together in Christ. I pray for our kids. And um, we have two or three in particular. I pray for one in particular about his suicidal tendencies. I pray that you would cause him to know that he is loved. I pray that all these would know that they are loved by you. I pray that they would turn from the cares of this world and the wants of this world and chase after you. I pray for evangelists and missionaries all over the world, but especially here in our streets, in our communities. I pray that they would say your words and that those words would be with conviction and boldness and that they would cause many souls to come to Jesus. I want to pray for first responders, those police, fire, and medical. I pray that as they go into harm's way, they chase after bullets, they chase after fires, they come in to rescue us and to protect us and to save us. I pray that they would be covered by your armies of angels. I pray that your mighty hand would protect them and build a hedge around them. I pray that you would cause them to prosper in their own homes and protect them each day. We want to pray for Israel. We pray for Jews everywhere to know that Jesus is Messiah. And Lord, we pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, as I've said before many times, if uh, if I'm flying solo as I am today, I don't have Sherry with me because she's at VBS and my wife is at work. We are going to call this short and sweet and be done with our reading. So maybe when there is somebody here with me, we'll have some discussion time. Or if there's uh, anyone who wants to leave comments, we'll have discussions about what we've read today. I pray that this uh, word comes out and reaches you and touches your heart today. And um, we will see you tomorrow around 10-ish or so-ish live in the live stream on Jitsi or later on in the day on the podcast. Have a great day. Bye-bye.